Hello, my lovey. Are you rolling through life being bumped around by anxiety, stress, pressure? Let's face it. They don't just bump us. They knock us off the freaking path. And all the responsibilities threaten to squish your spirit and burn you out. And yet we see the chuckleheads. You're looking at them cruising easy street and wondering, is it even possible for you to get there? Well, yeah, it is. Because I've been where you are. I developed a system to get me out of that horror show and keep me out of it for years now. You will understand where you are in all the aspects of your life and how you can change into someone, transform into someone who rocks joy on the daily. Yes, thank you. I will coach you every step of the way for six weeks so that we can unleash your life of joy, authenticity, and side note, your energy is going to explode. This is about the whole you, relationships, finances, self-understanding, health, work, downtime, all of it. This is your chance to transform chaos into joy. Check out the deets at zfgliving.com or book a call with me to learn more about your chaos to joy transformation. Hugs. Hello, my lovey. I'm Mel Trumbull, here to show you how to use your resources for yourself. What? And have joy on the daily. Even if you have a craptastic background like myself, if your upbringing was the stuff of nightmares, and maybe you manage depression, anxiety, and ADHD. Oh, enough about me, though. Here's the thing. Even with crapolini wiring, I live authentically and joyously. I spent decades in therapy, and it wasn't until I learned about changing my mindset that I worked my shiitake out. I now help you, my kindred spirit, with your mindset so that we can all rock more joy in our world, and it really needs it. Welcome to ZFG Living Podcast. Hello, my lovey. Welcome to another episode of What? ZFG Living Podcast, where we learn how to not give our fucks away. Use them. Your Fs are your resources. That's your energy, your time, your whatever, anything, care, attention. So today we'll talk about how to overwrite your subconscious programming. But wait, Mel, what is subconscious programming? I'm so glad you asked. So the concept of subconscious programming is the beliefs and the attitudes, the, the behaviors, all, you know, like how we automatically act or think or uh, behave. It's deeply ingrained in our minds from our past. Okay. This is like how you grew up. What were you taught at home? What were you taught outside of home? What did you pick up passively, like from radio broadcasts or, you know, seeing stuff on computers and TVs and whatever. And all of that wraps up outside of our conscious awareness until these behaviors are automatic, right? This is why I would um, react positively to someone approaching me. You know, maybe they're going to ask for directions. I don't know. Maybe they're going to throw me into a dumpster. Like it depends on what your past is and, you know, how you've been, so to speak, trained to see these sorts of interactions. 
So all of this is deeply ingrained in our minds. It's through the repeated experiences, you know, from when we're young into being young adult, into being, um, you know, middle age, like all of this still keeps impacting. And we look for reinforcement to how we already think and feel and believe. We're just automatically, you know, just looking to, to reinforce that. Oh, yes. Okay, good. I'm right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, unfortunately, the human mind is is evolutionarily dependent on recognizing bad things in order to stay alive, right? Don't eat that plant. Don't go into that cave. Don't, you know, don't put your hand in the fire. You know, all of the things that would kill you, right? It's because you've been on the lookout for what could hurt you. As opposed to what could help you. What could you use more of? What is what is an abundance of something that you would want? We're so trained to look for scarcity and there's not enough. Oh my gosh, there's not enough. I must protect what's mine. Ah, you know, that it's difficult to even recognize. Like there's plenty, there's plenty enough. You know, it might not be in your hand right now, but it's out there. And so then it's how do we bridge that gap and how do we get it to where it's for us? And if we don't see that it's possible, if we have limiting beliefs in that uh, subconscious programming that we cannot have the good, the we cannot have nice enough food or a good home or, um, you, you know, a safe home or, you know, whatever it is, and we don't believe it's possible for us, well, guess what? It's not going to be possible because we're not, we don't even see the opportunity to have it when it does come by us. And all of that stuff is swimming around us all the time. You know, when people say like, all of a sudden I realized, or no, all of a sudden there were all of these good people on the dating app. No, the same kinds of people were already there. You just dismissed the ones that would be good because you are adhering to that old subconscious programming. Oh, not passionate. Oh, boring. Oh, you know, this or that or tall, short, you know, I don't, I've not been a person with a whole like physicality thing because I'm all about the inside. Um, So I'm afraid I am not a person to really understand like that you must be with someone who is this tall or something like that. I, I don't get that, but that's not what we're talking about. So the things that influence the subconscious programming, you're talking about how you're raised what is the culture of where you were raised? You know, how are you going to see that? What is, um, you know, how are you educated? Were you educated? If not in a formal setting, what did you learn, you know, at home or, you know, with your peers? What media have you been exposed to? And that's a big one, especially now, because it used to be media was like radio or TV. Well, now it's just everything everywhere all the time. We have many, many people have the little computer in their pocket, a cell phone. And so there's all kinds of stuff flowing through that, you know, and you're seeing your friend's stuff. And then what are you experiencing? What what have you experienced? What did you experience multiple times? What did, you know, what proved something that you thought? And so it became more and more ingrained. And all of this adds to what's going on behind the scenes, not in our conscious mind, but underneath it. It's like, like the software program that's always running, the operating system. We're not necessarily aware of how it is working and it doesn't matter because it's working and it's humming along and it's letting us open our windows or letting us change from 
you know, reading Kindle to, you know, asking a question to ChatGPT to, you know, looking up a video. Um, so it's just always working underneath and we don't have awareness of it. And that's the subconscious part, of course, right? So the influences, all that stuff happens and it shapes our thoughts and how we feel, how we act. And we're not necessarily aware that it's influencing that stuff. And often then we get to these self-limiting beliefs and, you know, some patterns that do not propel us forward. These are things that keep us from reaching our full potential or from achieving the good, the um, career trajectory or, you know, getting the promotion or getting the good person as a partner or, um, you know, having a good relationship with, you know, X, Y, Z, whomever, your parents, your kids, your colleagues, uh, people at the grocery store, like just anyone, because we are behaving in a certain way based on how we see the world. Spoiler alert, we can see the world differently every flipping minute. It's just all about how we're framing it inside ourselves. So think about that and think about how that influences your reality, right? You know, because I used to hear we create our own reality and I'm like, puff, puff, give, what are you talking about? However, due to how we expect things to be, we create how we're going to react. True stuff. Yeah, true. And let's see. Okay, so it's kind of tricky to identify what our subconscious beliefs are. Um, I found some like guided meditation type type of, you know, things that ask you questions and you can journal about it and really answer the questions. Like, what did you learn from this person? What did you learn from that person about blah? It could be relationships. It could be um, money. It could be uh, how to have... Uh, a good, you know, good work life. What is work about? Is it really hard and difficult? Do you enjoy it? Do you not? So asking these questions and really taking the time to investigate what it is you're thinking. And for me, it's when you get to the point where you're like, Ooh, and then I feel something, boom, I hit it. So Different people figure things out differently, but when you write something and it just feels like that's it, oh man, think about it. Think about if it's true. Challenge yourself. It's not disrespectful to whoever taught you that. It's disrespectful to yourself if you just accept whatever. So let's respect ourselves and let's get some good operating system up in there. We can change our subconscious programming. It just, it's willful. You have to be at it, you know? Um, yeah. So once we get the positive programming in there, dang, that's what supports us as we grow, as we achieve, as we, you know, get the things that we're trying to change all of these. And that changes everything. I mean, that changes your emotional landscape and how your emotional well-being is it changes how your relationships are and just your quality of life driving to work and not feeling like everyone's out to get you or you, you know just everyone is not a danger i was always blown away by people who thought the world was fundamentally a safe place i didn't grow up in a safe place so that was really something for me to understand and once I realized, 
that generally speaking, I understand bad things happen to good people, good things happen to bad people. However, generally speaking, nobody's out to get me. They just don't care. You know, like they just don't care about what other people are doing. Everyone's working on what they need to get done. So understanding our subconscious programming, that is the basis for, you know, personal growth, for development, for changing your mindset, all the stuff that can help you just launch into a good, good place. You know, overcoming those limiting beliefs, that's critical because that's removing self-imposed barriers. If I think I cannot, I cannot, um, like what, what if I thought I can't write a book? Well, um, obviously I can, and it can be a bestseller. So, um, hmm. <laughs> you know, like, but I just hadn't written it before. I've been thinking about writing a book for a long time. Oh, then I wrote the book. Then I got some emails from people saying like, this is changing my life. Thank you. Thank you for this section that taught me this. And I'm just like, hmm, not going to teach more people that. Oh, I can do coaching. I can have a podcast. There's nothing stopping me from any of this. I just have to believe that I can. And so, boom, you know, the first episode is kind of jacked. Well, sure. (laughs) You know, hopefully they're getting better and better with each episode. And, you know, the sound is better and, you know, all that good stuff. But those mechanics happen as I learn. And as I believe that I can have a podcast that people binge and people like and people like reach out to me and say like, yeah, I'd like to have a chat with you. I'm booking your intro call or, you know, like that's fun. That's the fun stuff. And spreading my message and my mission. I want to measurably increase joy in the world. And I know it can be done because I revamped my own dang messed up life. (laughs) If that can get rehabilitated, bam, bam, bam. It's available for everyone, believe me. Um, Let's see. So emotional health, right? We're um, always on that. The negative subconscious programming is going to have the negative emotions. That's your anxiety, your fear, the low self-esteem, feeling like you're not worth anything good. And when we change these negative thought patterns, then our emotional well-being is better. And we just experience more of the positive emotions. You know, it's just like the Cherokee riddle. There are two wolves. And one is fear and hatred. And the other one is love and hope. These are your wolves. Which one lives? The one you feed. If you're going to feed the negative, you're going to get more of the negative. If you can learn how to feed the positive, bam, you get more positive, more positive everything, positive feelings, positive relationships, all about the good, yo, we can have it. And additionally, and this is just a whole extra thing, you're going to get better at solving problems because you're going to see more possibility. You're not going to start from a place of no. That can't be done. No, I can't do that. I can't have that. Right? You reprogram that. What if? What if? What? What if I can? I don't know how I can yet, but what if I can? What does that look like? How does that feel? All right. All right. That feels good. I'm going to keep my eyes out. 
I'm going to take little steps every day and zhuzh towards that, you know, just herd the cats, push it a little forward. Okay, what can I do today to push it a little forward? And then check back in a month. Uh, So when we understand our subconscious programming and we start to change it, when we start to overcome the limiting beliefs, we improve our emotional health and relationships, we're more self-aware, and we're actually solving problems instead of just having them pummel us about, right? They're not just beating us up. We can really work towards solving them. Then that's where you're getting to that you know, greater personal growth. You're improving your, yourself. You're developing. And that's where you get a more fulfilling life. Straight up. I cannot encourage you enough to think about this. Think what if. What if you can? What if you can change it? What if you can improve it? What if things could be good? What would that be like? I challenge you. Just frame things in the positive. Just try it for four days rather than saying, oh, I cannot, duh, whatever it is. Just say, ah, that looks hard. Hmm, what could I do to make it a little better? For one, you could maybe stop letting people treat you. However, excuse yourself. Say, I don't care for it when you talk to me like that. Remove yourself from the situation if it continues. That is boundaries at work. It's going to feel weird, maybe. And if it does, that's all the more reason to keep doing it. I had some troubles with boundaries. (laughs) And I don't want you to take decades to figure that shiitake out. It's available for us to leapfrog. You can like just ignore the decades that I just spun around in a quagmire of garbage. Let's let's, uh, abbreviate that for you, shall we please? So keep in mind, mindset work, it is a thing, it works, I've done it. And if I can turn my dumpster fire around and have a life that is just a flipping delight, honestly, I I fucking love my life. If I can do that, you can too, straight up. So talk to you on the next episode where I'm going to go into all of the different things, the emotional patterns, the core beliefs. Oh, Mel, tell us about the behavioral patterns. And don't forget cultural programming. Oh, yes, that's the yummy stuff of eating disorders and comparative self-value. Ugh. Um, let's see what else is there. Oh, yeah, of course, parental and authority figure programming and trauma. And don't think trauma is like, being abducted and held in a cave for six months where you're tortured. Like trauma is something that felt bad to you. Like, and for a little kid, it could be something that now you're think is pretty benign, but if it was a big effing deal to you, that's what matters. And so give yourself grace, give yourself room to consider that even if it doesn't make logical sense, well, guess what? You had a four-year-old brain or a seven-year-old brain or a 10-year-old brain. Guess what? We don't have post-operational logic until we're like 12. And that's only if you don't start smoking pot or drinking or dabbling in whatever, you know, because shit can be stunted and we can still recover from it. Yes, we can. So hugs, hugs, hugs. I hope you have a fab day, evening, uh, midnight, whatever it is for you. So.
Glad you joined me on ZFG Living, the podcast. Please check me out, www.zfgliving.com and on social media as ZFG Living. That's zero folks given living. ZFG, baby. And uh, my email is melissa at zfgliving.com. Hope to hear from you. Give me a shout. <laughs>